Thank you. If you have your Bibles, would you turn to Psalms 89? I, um, <clears throat> when I was putting this together, I, like I said, I knew it was going to be condensed. We've been talking about the atonement, and I'm going to kind of bounce off of that a little bit, but I said uh, at the beginning, at the onset, that I felt like that the Lord has a specific message for us today. I feel like that every time I get to speak, but today I feel like it's encouragement. It's a word of encouragement. So this is for anybody that's here who is waiting on a promise that God has given you to be fulfilled. Oh no, okay, there's one. Okay, good. <laughs> Talking to the right person. Three, okay, three right there. Okay, three, we have four, four. Sort. Okay. So uh, I, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if, if the word that came to you was a verse, a scripture, a dream, or a prophecy. But if you are waiting on something to be fulfilled in your life, this is for you. So Father, I ask, Lord, that you would open our ears and open our eyes and open our heart in the name of Jesus. I ask, Lord, that you would remove every lifeless thing, every lifeless thing that is trying to drain our energy, to trying to drain the revelation, our revelation that's trying to drain our destiny. In the name of Jesus, the Lord rebuke you. The Lord rebuke you. The Lord rebuke you. In Jesus' name. And I ask, Lord, that what is going to be deposited today, Lord, would have eternal uh, uh, fruit. Eternal fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. Psalms 89.14. Oh, I was gonna ask you if anybody could quote it, but so it's too, oh, it's not up there yet. Anybody know what Psalms 89.14 is? What it's about? Sure, oh yeah. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. What do I need to do to put the uh, thing on the screen? Righteousness and, is this me? Unplug it? Oh, sure, sure. Blame the pastor. So, righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. This right here is the throne, or a reasonable facsimile thereof. And what we had talked about, we had talked about this verse and how it pertains to actually really everything that Jesus accomplished because, there, boom, there we go. Thank you, sir. Hey, Marcus. <laughs> because when the fall happened, when Adam and Eve fell, they were estranged from God. And because of righteousness and justice being the foundation of his throne, it's like all of a sudden things were kicked into gear that according to the government that he sit, the throne that he sits on, which is made up of righteousness and justice, justice had to be administered. So righteousness is the upholding of his government and, and, and uh, uh, justice is the administration of the reward and punishment of his kingdom. And so we're gonna get into that. So, are you guys with me? So, it, so when the fall of man happened, it looked like that mercy and justice were in conflict. And to a degree, they kind of were, but God solved all that by the atonement of Jesus, and we've been talking about that. But what I'm wanting to talk to, uh, what I'm wanting to, uh, to highlight today, 
I'm looking at that clock and I'm trying to get you guys out of here. Then I think I'm going to slow down. I tell you, it's really short. Righteousness and justice. I want us to hone in on the justice word. Because every time I hear something about justice, it always has to do with, with uh, there's a reward in it, but most of it has to do with punishing, punishing the guilty. And that's the reward, is the punishment of the guilty. I don't want to talk about it. There, there's that. That's what it, it includes, but that's not what I'm going to hone in on today. So, been talking about reward and punishment, and even when I said reward and punishment, I just naturally land on the word punishment. And for whatever reason, that word is louder in my ear than the reward side, right? So what I would like for us to consider is that reward, I mean, that justice is actually a reward. We're gonna see something here in just a second. So just to slow down just a little bit and make sure everyone's on the same page, when I say just, like a just punishment was decided or he got his just reward, uh, what, I'm, what I'm talking about, the connotation that I'm talking about is fairness or truth or, or being legally correct. The thing that I'm wanting to do this morning is, is I'm wanting to reverse the part, the, the, the definition of justice where it pertains to me, I want, to, I want us to turn it around and look to see how it pertains to God. Because he deserves no punishment, and yet he's a just God. So he must be meaning something different than what we're, something that we haven't considered yet as to what, what the word justice means as he's sitting on his throne. So, so, one of the beautiful characteristics about the God that we serve is that he upholds the same standard or standards that he requires of us. So he didn't, he didn't ask us to do something that he's not willing to do. For instance, Jesus says, love your enemies. If someone does something against you, if someone wants to hit you, turn your cheek. Well, later on, as we're reading in the Gospels, we see him do that very thing. So he's not just setting a standard for us to follow and him not do it. No, 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 no. This, was, this is what makes him such a great leader. He leads by example. Another facet of this kingdom of kindness is found in Jude uh, the ninth verse of Jude, where it talks about, there's this, Jude talks about there was this altercation between Michael the archangel and Satan over the body of Moses, the dead bones of, uh, of Moses. And it says that Michael did not bring a railing accusation against Satan. Instead, he said, the Lord rebuke you, the Lord rebuke you. And so we're, we see this this. This facet, the, 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 all, of these, all these different verses that I'm pointing to are pointing to, if you would, the heart behind the kingdom. So, so justice is to make sure that we receive what do, is due us, but if we reverse it, from his perspective, justice 
is to make sure that he delivers to you on what he's promised. It would be an unjust God to withhold what he's promised you. Because if he did that, everything would topple. Why? Because he just violated his own government. Hopefully we'll get to this one, but all the promises are yes and amen in him, in Christ. Be unjust. He would be an unjust God if he withheld from you. If he withheld from you what he's promised. Turn to 1 John chapter 5. 1 John 5, 14. Nope, nope, you need to turn to it. Some of you are sitting there going, I know he's gonna put it up there in just a second. I want you to see this. As you're turning to 1 John 5, 14, I wanna tell you ahead of time, this 1 John 5, 14 and 15 is a slow read, okay? I'm gonna show you what I mean by that in just a second. It's a slow read. I want you all to see this. I would love it. This, you know what would make my heart really happy? Is if you took the scriptures that I'm giving you and you read them during the week. I would love that. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. Don't, don't everybody jump on it at once. <clears throat> First John 5.14, listen to this. This is the confidence which we have before him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Full stop, right there. This is the confidence that we have before him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Can I tell you, I can, well, I cannot tell you how much time I personally spent trying to get God's attention. Most of my energy in praying to him is trying to get his attention. And I remember one day I was, uh, several years ago, I'll never forget this, and I've shared this before, I was in the middle of praying, Becky and the kids had gone to bed, and and uh, so I was trying to keep my voice down because I didn't want to wake up the kids and start that whole fiasco. And so, but I'm, I am just going to town, pr- crying out to God. And right in the middle of what I'm saying, he goes, hey, Jeff, stop. I was like, what? He said, you're praying to me like you're praying to someone who doesn't know you. Well, now what do I do? Right? And the question came to me, how would I pray to someone if they knew me? How would you pray to God if you knew that he knew you? Totally changes. So here, it's really simple. 
This is the confidence we have before him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if, we, and if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request which we have asked from him. Let's break this down. This is the confidence which we have before him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Can I just stop right there? Because right now, all of our minds are going, yep, yep, got it, brother. Come on, keep preaching. Move on. But in our heart, where we live, everything's in slow motion. So up here, we're going, oh, we are off to the races. Down here where we live, our belief system has the emergency brake on and we are trying to... We're dragging because our heart is slow to believe. It's slow to believe. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So the verse basically said, and if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request which you have from him. So basically the verse is saying this, if we ask, he hears. And if we know that he hears us, we have. Now, so, one quick question. What's the confidence? What's he talking about? This is the confidence. What is the confidence? The confidence is believing that our prayer is answered at the time we pray and that we already have what we prayed for before we see it. Now that, I'm sorry, I emphasized the wrong heart. This is what's hard because we were trained to do just the opposite. You know how we were trained? Seeing is believing. I'll believe it when I see it. This verse is pointing to the opposite. Oh no, believing is seeing. When you believe it, you'll see it. And some of us are in a standoff because we are adhering to the way that we were raised, which is, I'll believe it when I see it. And God's going, oh, not gonna happen. You won't see it until you believe it. And so some of us, we're upset at God because he hadn't come through. He say, I'll come through when you switch the way that you think. And we say, well, that's scary. This just God is sitting here waiting to fulfill the promises that he's given to you. It would be unjust of him to withhold what he's promised you. If he withholds what he has promised you, the entire government of, of the kingdom of heaven will topple because he's not trustworthy. If you are listening to a voice that's accusing God to you and you've agreed with it, you want to disagree with that. You're listening to the wrong voice.
So, as we've been talking, this verse keeps popping up as well. Where's your faith? So I ask you, where's your faith? If you're looking to yourself, you're looking in the wrong place. The whole purpose of this teaching on the atonement was to get our faith eyes off of us and our inadequacies and onto him. That's where our faith lies. It's not the amount that you have, it's the focus. So you can have faith as small as a mustard seed. It does amazing things. It's not the size of it, it's the focus of it. And so a lot of us were trained, but oh gosh, we read that verse and uh, well, you know, nothing's happening. So my, my, my faith must be smaller than a mustard seed. No, 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 no. You're not, it's, it, you got the wrong focus. It's still about you. It's about him. So today, I believe he is asking that we remember that he is a just God and that he will not withhold what he has promised you that you can be sure of. You're not big enough to take down the kingdom of God. Not gonna happen. It's the foundation that his government stands on. Amen? Let's stand. Can we do this? Let's just do maybe something simple. Where we have come into agreement with that voice that accuses him, that points to his faithlessness, that points to what, what, whatever the, if this is a word, the bogusness of God There, if there's something in, 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 that you've been listening to that is pointing to the bogusness of God, I, so I wanna, I wanna, I'm saying this to clarify something, not to condemn, okay? That I'm gonna tell you. Where that voice comes from, that voice is related to the antichrist spirit. That voice, it, it's very subtle. It can come subtle, it can come full on, but it's number one objective is to discredit who he is. So we want to come out of agreement with an anti-Christ spirit, okay? So Lord, right now, Lord, we, I feel like we need to do one of those repeat after me prayers. Do you want to whisper it to me and then I'll say it or... <laughs> Okay, so repeat after, if you want, you don't have to. I hope you do. <laughs> and also hope that you go home and read these verses that I just gave you. I confess, I confess where, I where I have partnered with the wrong voice as sin. As sin. And, your and your word says that if I confess my sins, that you are faithful and just to forgive me of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. So right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak over you forgiveness and I speak over you cleanse. You be cleansed in Jesus' name. I'm speaking that over you. 
Just receive. Just receive. You just receive. Just receive. Forgiveness and cleansing, it's a free, it's the part of the justice system of God. The penalty and the punishment were taken for you by him, by Jesus. So Lord, we receive in the name of Jesus. Lord, and in the name of Jesus, I invoke the name of Jesus over the life of every person here. And in that invocation, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And I decree over you every voice that, that is refusing to bow, everything that is standing up against the knowledge of God to come down now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, come down. Off of their lives, off of their house, off of your destiny, come down. Off of your destiny. Get away in the name of Jesus. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Do you have some stuff? So I